Paul Oakley, thanks for being on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Dude, of course. Yeah. The, the last time I saw you, you were opening a studio. That's right. Yeah. We did. How's that going? Uh, it's going slowly. I mean, it's a rental place. Yeah. Um, so everyone who uses it once comes back. So that's a very good thing. Mm. Uh, we haven't really marketed it or advertised it properly. Um, I, I did uh, just just to to do something. I, I made a Google ad, yeah, which was really funny because like people were just standing outside thinking they'd get like pictures for the passport and stuff like that. Oh, funny! So that was uh, a bit amusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we figured that was not the the right way to spend. I think I spent like a thousand three hundred with ads Google, Google Google money. Oh, that's hilarious! And it was just worthless. So um, yeah, but so it's slowly. I mean, we've had uh, Vogue has been there. Nice. Um, we have the opportunity to shoot cars, obviously. So there's been a couple of car uh, manufacturers who's been doing the stuff there. Oh, that's good. They did the, the whole car yeah. photography thing is massive. Yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. the whole concept of the place is that it's not my studio. Yeah. Um, so shout out Schlachteria Studio mm. on uh, Instagram. So if you want the best space in Oslo to work, you know where to come. You know where to come. Yeah. There's a big space. I got a friend in Australia who has a studio space. Maybe it's about the same size, and he yeah. does a lot of car stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do car commercials as well with rigs. Yeah. You know, with like these robotic yeah, rigs yeah, 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 and like yeah. these crazy. fucking crazy lighting rigs that come yeah. down. Yeah. So the the whole idea is to create like a space where someone like if you rented it from me, mm. then you can welcome your clients to your spot. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's yeah. nothing there that says my name on it. No. It's it's just completely we try to make it nice. I mm. bought like a bunch of plants and, and you know, just sort of make it a little bit cozy. Yeah. We had a couple of parties there. You came to the party. Yeah, I came to the party. Yeah, and we even had like a uh, Yulebur there. And nice. It, yeah, so it's a cool space. Yeah, it's a good event venue. Yeah, very, very well. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And for people that don't know, I guess you are a commercial photographer. Yeah. You and you, you do a lot of um, fashion and products and. Well, I don't really, uh, I don't really do fashion. No, um, but for some reason, people tend to think that we do, but we don't really do fashion. We don't work. We stopped working. I mean, we did back in the day, like yeah. Maybe that's why I think that because when I met you it was a long time ago. Maybe yeah. you were doing stuff with Moods of Norway, or yeah. Or maybe that was more video then. No, that was stills, but that was like when was that? That was fifteen years ago. Thirteen years ago, a long time ago. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, old as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, l- I, I love it. I, I mean, I really, I'm really into getting older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I think it's. Um, I don't know. I think I, I just deal with stuff a lot better now. Um, even though like the stakes are kind of higher, you got kids, you got all family, all this. Mm. I don't know. I just love it. Yeah. The only thing is, like, you, you feel, I get fat real fast. Yeah, you got to be real disciplined. Yeah. Stuff like that. So now, I, I mean, I race motorcycles, um, yeah, like road racing. That's and, so crazy. But now I'm getting like for over winter, I've gotten so f- I'm I'm really shit at it. By yeah, the way, but I just love it. Uh, I'm not really really good at it, but I love it. Um, uh, do you, I mean, you're a big guy. I'm a big. It, I'm it, way big. For yeah, this like sport. your height and your weight are probably pretty important when it comes to racing motorcycles. Yeah. It's like a jockey. You want to be light and thin, yeah. right? These these guys. I mean, the top guys are like. They're like half, half of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cool thing though is like um, girls compete. There's no, um, how do you say it? Like um, gender um, separation. So the girls compete against the guys. That's cool. And uh, you're seeing now like a lot of girls are uh, coming up and they're good. Mm. They're fast. You know, like they've been into like whatever, you know, yoga, ballet. I mean, they're much more like nimble, way less. And they have cooler heads. 
Yeah, of course. So, but, and what kind of motorcycle racing are you doing? So this year I'm going to be racing in classic superbike, which is a thousand cc. Yeah. Uh, so then I have a Ducati nine nine six, and then also I'm going to be doing uh, if I get the bike ready as a class that's called Forgotten Era, which is like pre nineteen seventy two bikes from yeah. pre-1972 which is really cool was it 1974 i can't remember something but it's just old stuff so that's a moto Guzzi. and then also i'm gonna do like track days racing with a panigale 1199 which is like a modern like a beast you know the horrible horrible beast so when you say 1199 is that the cc, the CC yeah. and cc is that like horsepower no this one has 200 horsepower and yeah. it's about 170 kilos okay so like the w power to weight ratio is ridiculous yeah so I don't have Damn. the skills to race that kind what, of motorcycle. What did you say the horsepower was? 100, 200. 200, and it's 170. Yeah. Wow, Dry. that is crazy. Because I guess like you have a look at like cars that have 200 yeah. horsepower. A lot of them weigh like no, two if tons. You, if you look at like, if you go on to like race car, like proper, like Formula One, yeah. that's where you get. That's the beauty of motorcycles is that you can get just an extremely, extremely potent machine. Like... The, the craziest stuff you can possibly imagine. Mm. Uh, and it's like 300,000 for a brand new street legal one. Mm. And if you want something to compare it with, you got to go to, you know, you got to go past like Ferraris and you got to go, you, you're yeah. at Bugatti or... Yeah, yeah, millions Bugatti. and millions. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Shit, yeah. Bugatti. But, yeah. Damn. Fuck, so you're really into the motorbikes thing, man. Very, very much. Because I remember you went to the was it the Isle of Man? Yeah, yeah. yeah where uh, they have that race. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I drove a 1975 Norton Commando from Oslo to to the Isle of Man. Yeah. Oh, hey, Ooh, coffee delivery. Sure. Thank, you, Thank sir. you, Ola. Legends. This is like a very good service, right? Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. If there's anything else you want, we should just get a, like a buzzer. Like, no, but with the motorcycles, I think it's like when when I was young. I mean, I rode a bike when I was. I got my license when I was 18, and I bought like a sport bike. I got done by the police you know just stupid stuff and then you focused on focus on having a career then you get kids so i didn't really pick this up again until i was a you know pretty pretty old how old i can't remember like years ago uh, like in 30s or 40s yeah, around uh, i think i was closer to 40 actually especially yeah. with the racing and then um, and then I was into just like building old bikes. Yeah. Um, and that's like the one we took to, um, to, uh, Isle of Man was a 1975 Norton Commando, which I rode from Oslo to the Isle of Man. Shit. Just pissing oil all around <laughs> the Autobahn. That's uh, but that was a great experience. I wouldn't, you know, uh, it's, it was suffering pretty much cause it's, it's an English, old English bike, mm. uh, and they, they have a lot of character, but the engineering side of it is kind of, it's not Japanese, you know. No. So um, so then uh, it's, it's a little bit of a masochistic thing with these European bikes. Uh, now it's all about Italian bikes for me. Yeah. So if I had a brain, I would just get a Honda and, you know yeah because uh, they just work better the engineering's better yeah but now, they have with less modern, character maybe yeah but with modern um modern uh, italian bikes yeah uh, ducati was bought up by yeah. volkswagen at some point so it's obviously changed germans know their business you know yeah, they're uh, good with engineering they're good with engineering yeah. yeah isn't that weird that certain like countries just develop a specific yeah talent for things but i think it, it's it's a cultural thing also you you just see it if you go 
if you travel in Europe, which we do a lot, you, you know, you're in, for example, Germany, it's like, it's very punctual, uh, you know, what you see is what you get kind of thing. If you go to Spain, mm. it's totally different, you know. I have a theory about that. Yeah. I think it might have something to do with the structure of the language. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Like when you listen to German, like it's so, it's it's kind of rigid. And like all of the rules and the way that they're saying things, it's like with all of these, you know, different endings and stuff like mm. that. But I feel like with Spanish or like a Latin based language, it's a little bit more like relaxed and yeah. flowy. And then maybe that has some kind of implication <clears throat> on how people see the world and then, you know, where they kind of gravitate towards yeah. fields. Like Italians is like notorious for food and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. What do you prefer, French or Italian food? Italian. Same here. Yeah, of course. I think it'll beat the French any day. Of course, dude. Name yeah. one fantastic French dish, and I'll name five great Italian. Yeah, exactly. Ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so. yeah, when I talked to you last year about being on the podcast, and you said that you were going to France. You're yeah, that was at the end of the year. We were in. Uh, we went to um, a beautiful place. I want to give a shout out to Jan Vardun. Uh, he bought this old perfume factory in a small village called Seance. Mm. Uh, that you can rent. He's got, uh, for you guys as well, I mean, he has a full production suite, cinema in the basement. Mm. Uh, he has, um, what do you call it? Um, you know, when they make the sounds for films? Uh, foley. foley. He's got full Foley and all that stuff. Yeah. Amazing place. Um, so we went and did a big project for a Norwegian client there. Yeah, okay. Amazing. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. So that was super cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, you know, I kind of, I, we, we, we veered off, but I was asking you earlier about whether you were a fashion photographer or, and you said, no, you're more of a commercial photographer. Yeah. Why, why don't you just tell people like what kind of assignments you normally do and what you like doing? Or? Yeah, we do. I mean, we do a lot of different stuff. We do a lot of branding things. Mm. Um, we do fashion as well, but I wouldn't call me a fashion photographer. So um, what we've been pretty good at is to, increase revenue for the companies that we work with. Um, so that's, it's more like trying to understand the, um, where the client wants to be and what we can do to help them get there. Mm. Um, so so in, the, in the traditional sense of fashion, we don't do it, but we obviously do work for a lot of clients that produce clothing. Yeah. So, the, But I, I prefer to use the word branding because that's kind of more what we do. Yeah. Uh, but we also do a lot of, uh, it's changing a lot. I mean, now it's, uh, with the artificial intelligence, for example, um, we've been doing a lot of project that involves a lot of lighting and, you know, pretty elaborate setups. And I think that kind of imagery will be replaced by, by artificial intelligence, unfortunately and fortunately. So it's... Um, what, what do you mean by that? Like, what, what will artificial intelligence replace? I think that uh, these kind of ideal uh, how do you you know like visually ideal images which is really like great lighting a lot of good retouching all that kind of stuff mm. uh, is going to be very easily replaced by artificial intelligence all of it from scratch or will you still need the photo of a particular well, person now you or? now you do need the photo but i think that's just i mean we're just like on the opening, uh, you know, the first lap of this thing. Mm. Um, so obviously, I, I know, and now, um, you know, like stable diffusion, Dolly, all of these motors that are, that are coming out there, the chat open GPT, where you can, have you tried that? Yeah, you it's know what? It's insane. It's insane, yeah. but it's terrible at writing jokes. It is. It's horrible for, but I think that 
you know, that's now. Yeah. Uh, and these things are not connected online. That's the biggest thing. You know, they, they, they did the machine learning over a period and then they stopped. So they're not connected to no, so like, like real-time searching so on opens, Google. Uh, as, as far as I understand it, is it's not connecting to Google. It's not only online. Mm. So can you imagine what happens when this thing does? So if I say uh, type in a photo of a guy in a jacket in front of a mountain in the style of uh, Paul Lockley, yeah, then it can scan all the photos that you've taken, all the photos of cars. All Up the to a certain point. That's how I think. Ah. And then uh, that's what I've been told, at least, that it, they're not online. They're not using. Yeah. So all of this is, uh, you know, a huge, huge social experiment, you know. Is it? Yeah. It's crazy. It man. is crazy. It, is it, crazy, it all just happened in the last six months. Yeah. Like all of, do you remember when everybody was uploading photo, pictures of themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as like kind of NFTs. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It's insane. It, it, it's insane how quickly a face mm. just sweeps and takes over everything. But I, I think we've seen these things before. It's, um, you know, when the iPhone came mm. uh, overnight, the game just changed. Um, and I think also we're going to have, um, a, a, for, for people like me, for example, I think you're going to, uh, there's, there's definitely going to be business for us. What we have to understand is that that type of business will be replaced by AI. Mm -hmm. Because why would a company, if there's stuff that they can just get generated mm -hmm. really efficiently and really well, why would they need the middleman? Yeah. So uh, my take on this is to focus more and more on personal things yeah. and, and real people and real stories. And I think also you're going to have, you can see it like there, there's, you know, for a while you had like retouching got better and better and better. And then all of a sudden I was like, fuck this. We want to shoot analog. We don't want any retouching because mm. people are fed up with it. Yeah. You know, these fake realities. And I think you can see it in like the, the scumminess that has become the, the influencer culture, mm. you know, where people are sort of selling uh, something real and it's just such obvious bullshit. Yeah, especially with all the filters and yeah, but, all of the fake. Uh, but no, no, not only that, but also the causes that you get paid to promote. Oh, yeah. Which you don't even believe in. And I think yeah. that, you know, for young people, they're smart. But mm. young people are, are uh, have developing minds. They have, um, you know, they, you know, I'm concerned about my gearbox on my Ducati. If you're if you're 21, you know, you're, you're thinking about the planet and the future and in a different way. It's mm. not that I don't think about the future, but you know what I mean? It's exactly. You, I have, you, mean. A, you have a different sort of mindset to these things. And I think that uh, a lot of young people are just fed up with it. You know, it's like, fuck this shit. It's just, oh, it's everything is bullshit. Mm. So I have, I mean, my biggest issue is, you know, with when certain things become capital, mm. capitalized. So for example, depression, is something that you can use as a label to sell something. Yeah. And then what you're selling is yourself. Exactly. And I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's like all of these problems, all of these uh, personal issues become capital. Mm. And that's what we're seeing to, to a big, big de degree. Mm. And obviously some people do have problems and some people do have issues. Some people sharing it helps others. Mm. But I would even suggest that for the majority, it's not like that. No, it's it's just an opportunity. Yeah, you're just yeah. selling you're selling your brand. Yeah, and you know, like in comedy, that's kind of like an established way to promote who you are. You know, you're the Asian guy. Yeah, you're the guy who's you know 
blind or you're the dude in the wheelchair or you're the Mexican guy or you're the black guy. Yeah. So I, I'm, I see that a lot, but it's generally not just for profit. It's generally just to kind of like establish who you are and to paint your perspective on the humor that you're about to deliver. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I, I can see it like when you're saying like, oh, uh, you know, I'm trying to promote that I, I'm suffering from this thing and, you know, this uh brand or this book deal is something it's clickbait that's it, my it, point it is, yeah. you're not selling the depression no but you're getting the traffic because of it mm. and then you're selling this fucking glass yeah you know yeah or, exactly or, and i think that um i think people are just fed up with all this shit you know because it's such obvious bullshit it's like some of these people you're just like god whatever the fuck i mean it's i've seen i don't even go into their to their instagrams but i see it because they're getting becoming celebrities mm. so you can't avoid it and it's like this week you had you know you can't you have a drug addiction and then next week is this and then mm. there's that and then, so you got to stay relevant angst you, yeah that's a big angst one, is, you know? anxiety is and, a huge yeah one. and it's it's i mean <laughs> obviously it's a real thing yeah it's a definitely. clinical thing people yeah, do have angst and people do have issues i'm yeah. not saying that that's really not what i'm saying i'm just saying that it's a shame that it's become sort of kosher to capitalize on these kinds of issues um, mm. just because uh, if you have like a famous name and you can just say, oh, I have a drug addiction, oh, I have this or that, mm. then boom, you'll, you'll generate a shit ton of traffic into your to, to your site where yep. you can push product. Yeah. And that's a problem. And I think this all of this um, fake bullshit is people have sort of reached a saturation level. It's like enough now. Yeah. So I think you're going to have... Is, is there a degree of it where it's not fake though? How do you mean? Like, if there is, like, say, for example, like, somebody was, like, I don't know, suffered from fucking, I don't know, like, over, like let's say low testosterone or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so getting overweight, I'm getting older, and then, oh, you know what, I started, like, uh, I joined this gym, and mm. then I started getting this personal trainer, and here's a link to their code if you want to do the same, and is there a point where, it, like, for some people, it like, it could be, like, an authentic experience that they're, that, that they're just that, trying to... That's not what... It's don't get me wrong i'm no. not saying everyone's <laughs> fake i'm just saying that as a as a whole where where something becomes an industry mm. which is like the influencer industry yeah you can you can pull that over into for example cancel culture oh so dude, which very is, familiar with that yeah the whole my whole point is what is your intent yes <laughs> and that's where i think people are getting a lot more savvy at sniffing out malicious intent i got you the intention is super critical it's critical yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. with comedy it's like uh you're from australia yep so if i went to australia and i made a joke about aboriginal people yeah and i did that out of just not knowing or ignorance mm. and you get offended by that then that's kind of not my problem. It's your problem, mm. you know, because my intent was not to offend you. No. But if I did go to Australia and I just said something like mean, yeah, then it's on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I think intention is super critical to how you're trying to communicate something. If your intention is like just to try to make a joke, yeah, fuck it. But you didn't know? Okay. But if your intention is to be mean, yeah. or like malice yeah then hey that's not but cool. also in the influencer sense if your intention is not to actually put the spotlight on mental issues 
it's to sell skin cream. Gotcha. There you go. This is the problem, I think, with social media and this whole uh, industrial complex of people who are their own brands. Yeah. And in a jungle of all of these people to stick out. Yeah. You you go for the low hanging fruit. You know, you're just going for like people that are kind of suffering. People that are looking for some kind of cure that you've got the answer to. Yeah, because it's like if you, if you have an influence, go, nah, man, I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine, man. Yeah, dude, everything's life's, good. Dude, life's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, what do, what do, I got, yeah. That's all I got to say. I like this fucking car right there. But yeah, I'm right? Shit. So, but I think, uh, yeah, so I think in our in our line of work, it's going to, things are going to pivot back to wanting. You can see it already. You know, my biggest clients, I'm not, I'm not if I'm allowed to sort of name drop them, but uh, my biggest client that I worked with for several years, they don't want any retouching. None. Just color grading. That's it. Yeah. Uh, the model has a zit, it leave it on. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that, weren't you involved in the retouching law? Yeah. Well, not, not the law. There's a big misunderstanding there, but I, I was involved in Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, because you, you, I remember when it came out, maybe it was like six months or a year. It wasn't first, too, first of July. It wasn't too long ago. And they published, it was kind of goofy the way that they structured it. And then I remember you wrote some kind of response to how things <laughs> were impractical with the... Yeah, the, the, the whole thing was that uh, the law is the law. So you can't change that because that's uh, that's knocked through uh, in Storting. So that's... To change the law, that's a long process. I think they spent four years making this law. Problem was that um, when the law was out on like a hearing uh, where they want feedback from, um, for example, the photographers uh, advertising, you know, no, no, no one showed up. So, so <laughs> really? Oh my really. God. So this whole, that's I mean, they, but also they, they weren't really invited. No. Nah, nah, nah. uh, but it was just a weird thing. So they, I saw the list of who was invited. It was like, Avinur, Buda Komuna. I mean, it was just it was just crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what happened was that Forbruker um, Tilsina, um, they get like, uh, do I say like a lot? I just hear myself when I speak English. Anyway, um, they get a mandate from government to implement the law. You know what I mean? So they they're the watchdogs. They okay. are, they're the ones who are gonna. They're the police. They're the retouching police now. So they can only work from what the law says. You can you can you know uh, criticize that and or whatever, but it's not going to help, you know, because the law is the law. Mm. So to change the law, you got to have to go back to Sturting, and that's a huge yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna pop my ears. Pop them, bro. We're at an altitude of thirty-two hundred feet. Yeah, I can see we're at the top of the Himalayas. Yeah, here, that's right, yeah. bro. <laughs> now, so um, so we. Uh, I made some examples because in the first sort of uh, user manual, you weren't allowed to change contrast, saturation, or like it was like, yes. well, that, we can't do our job. Because, well, yeah. So you, it was obvious that it was just someone who doesn't know what a raw file is. Yeah. So I made an example where I took, uh, the, used the Fujifilm cameras that we use, and they have these presets. So I could put do the grading in camera, shoot a JPEG and a raw file, mm. and then do the exact same settings in Photoshop. One picture would be illegal, or not illegal, but you had to mark it. The other one doesn't. I posted that, and then I was invited to to have a meeting with them uh, together with the Fotograf uh, Forbinder. And um, and they were, I mean, they were 
they're smart people. They, you know, they're not out. They just do their job. Mm. And uh, so we, what we managed together to do was to find a way where the law does what it's supposed to do, but not into you know the the, the idea of the law is to stop like unhealthy pressure on young people. That's yeah. kind of the idea. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but that that seems like that was a pretty valuable. Uh, input to yeah, to, to give was. them because I mean, if, really you, if you can't adjust saturation or contrast or anything like that, yeah. like it doesn't seem no. like it helps anybody. It was uh, basically ninety nine point nine percent. Every sh- picture that hasn't been shot in uh, in JPEG would yeah. have to be marked. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's everything. Yeah, but it's good that you work for a a client that doesn't want any retouching like that. Yeah, and I think you're going to see that more and more yeah. because you know people are going to. You know, p- people want to get back to what's real because now with the artificial intelligence and everything, everything is going like. Yeah, you know that expression. What is it like? Uh, don't believe ninety percent of what you hear and only ten percent of what you see. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like that. It does. You know, my kid shows me stuff. Oh, she goes, "Did you see this on Instagram?" I go, "I, I bet it's fake. It's ninety-nine percent fake." Yeah. Like everything. She goes, "Look, no, it's like a real. It's a." It's a prank. I got that. That prank's fake. She's wearing a microphone. Yeah. Like that. That's there's two angles there. You know what I mean? Like so, so many videos that you watch yeah. or photos or things that people say are true. It's just All fucking it. bullshit. Yeah. Even yeah. even if you watch the news, I mean, we're so subjected to you know propaganda. Are we, is that, is that the case in Norway with Norwegian sure. news? Really? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, there's okay. an interest in everything. I mean, yeah. you you got to have you got to have a, a sort of healthy skepticism to to things. I think. Oh, of course you have to have a healthy skepticism. That's what I couldn't believe during the whole fucking pandemic. Yeah. People were just like, have you heard of the term uh, Agent Smith? No. And Agent Smith is just somebody that just goes along with the mainstream narrative without engaging any area of critical thought. Yeah. Like they're just not thinking for anything for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like if, if you, I have like a few friends and, you know, like I smoke weed. I enjoy weed. And I go, do you guys smoke weed? They go, no, it's illegal. I go, w- yeah. would you smoke weed if we went to America? They go, yeah, because then it's legal. I go, but you're doing the same thing. It's Doesn't just like, matter. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what do you like? What do you really think is wrong with it? Yeah. So, so, so that's the Agent Smith thing. People just go along with things. I, th- I think uh, the, the biggest problem society has, in my opinion now. Yeah, that's uh, it. Everything. Let's break it down. kind of what you're into there. It's the polarization mm. of everything. So it's, mm. it's either you're all for everything government says. Yeah. And just like you say, agents, I didn't know that expression, but you're an agent Smith mm. or you're on the complete other side. And it's like you're fucking Area 51. <laughs> New World UFO, Order, yeah, interdimensional yeah. child molesters. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And I think all of these things, and it's kind of a problem in very many aspects. You know, and a really interesting thing is this Andrew Tate guy. Yeah. You know, where it's like. Uh, he's obviously a douchebag mm. and he says a lot of like horrific stuff and then but then in between he says some pretty like which is just sort of self self-help basics mm. yeah but like young dudes are like fuck yeah man mm. dude top g and oh, he's <laughs> hustler like, university yeah, yeah, man. top g yeah and he's and it's it's, it's just really clever marketing it's just uh, selling a product yeah, in exactly a really, really smart way yeah and uh and you know, when when he's getting cancelled from uh, from the social media platforms, you can just tell the way they do it mm. is they're just bowing to pressure, but with not really uh, any sort of critical thinking. Because mm. then, it, it, after a few weeks, it's like, yeah, well, we don't really. Well, so he's back on. Yeah. 
So he was gone from my feed. And I mean, I'm a, right, I'm a white man pushing 50, you know, so I'm, I'm right smack in the middle of like the, uh, and I like motorcycles. Yeah. So you can imagine the algorithm <laughs> just pointing yeah, this. Yeah. Sorry. You get the meathead yeah, algorithm. Yeah, I do. I do get. I do get a lot of like anti Greta Thunberg. Uh, yeah. It just pops up a lot of these kind of things. Yeah. And it's. I think it's just. Um, I saw this one guy a really interesting experiment. He, uh, a young black dude who was selling his car. Yeah. And he was just shocked at you know like three comments in it turned on race. Oh. You know, just like Quickly. almost, in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, almost in, in, immediately. So what he did was he opened a new, like, a, started a new digital life where he was a white guy in his thirties, mm. and so he started. He opened a, a mail, and through the mail, he's opened a Facebook and ding, 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 Instagram and all that. And then for the first week, he didn't, he didn't publish anything, zero. So. Every advertisement, every sort of suggestion that he got in was things that were like generic geared towards dudes in their 30s, primarily white dudes. Yeah. So it'd be like sh sh back shaving equipment, you know, uh, health supplements, th that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, and then after one week, he went into one right wing page he just mm. visited the page mm. Mm. and then he left it for another week i think maybe pressed like or something i can't remember yeah and then you could see the shift yeah okay then they go oh we've got a right wing yeah because that's all the algorithm has to work with yeah is that one click mm. and then a week after that he wrote a comment on that same site yeah and then boom it was just fucked and what kind of stuff started just popping up nasty then? racist right d degenerate yeah. super super like dark yeah you know so the brown shirt stuff okay so it, it's enough to click or comment on just one thing that or was even just visit the page or push like maybe yeah i mean you're you're constantly creating you, you know you're constantly creating uh the the recipe for the algorithm yeah like everything you do yeah, so. it's true. Like my algorithm is filled with jujitsu techniques. Yeah. And even it's very tailored towards a specific technique. You know, like I'm very interested in judo throws for jujitsu. Yeah. And I just get so many different judo throws yeah, popping yeah. up. And obviously comedy. I got a lot of comedy. And like now I'm getting a lot of uh like ancient history videos hmm. you know like people talking about like fucking alexander or you know like yeah shit like that which i love too did you know tiktok in china is completely different than tiktok in norway completely different ah yeah and tiktok in china first of all it doesn't work after i think it's 10 or 11 o'clock yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't work no you can't be on tiktok and the second thing is that you don't have uh people dancing naked to stupid shit yeah. you know th it's none of that what it is it's like aspirational stuff yeah, okay it's like how to become an astronaut really science experiments yeah that's what we should do yeah but this is this is a chinese company so they're pretty fucking clever about it yeah just drown the the west in stupid shit oh you know? so it's like a cold war tactic Pretty to much, like fucking yeah. distract the generation of the West with all these people twerking. And then in China, they're like, you should yeah. be an astrophysicist. It's pretty clever. I mean, it it's is a clever. cultural war going on. And it's, um, and it's also, <laughs> I mean, I think these like TikTok is really toxic. And, and I saw this um, uh, article about how 
Because when you agree to TikTok, mm. you basically give them all the content on your phone. That's you, crazy. Yeah. Like every photo, everything. every file. Everything. The names of the files, where they were taken, the dates they were taken, the phone calls you made, who you made it to. So does I don't that think I don't think they can they're not allowed to like read your messages. But what they can do is you can see who you've been messaging and when you did it. And from that, you can deduct quite a lot of information. Oh, so that's in the user agreement. Yes. So when you download the app and you push accept, then it has access you've to given all your that phone stuff. to the Chinese government. Dude, that's crazy. It is, and it's true. It's not a conspiracy. It's actually true. No, I, yeah, that, I don't want to fuck with TikTok. No. That's the thing. I how, don't, how old are you? Me? I'm 43. Why the fuck would you want to be on TikTok? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the only reason, the only argument that like people make to me is that like if you want to get your content out there like yeah. if you want to like grow the podcast or if you want to post yeah, yeah, comedy yeah. clips then there's a lot of people on tiktok yeah. so what i think i'm probably going to do is i'm going to get like a, another phone that's not connected to anything gonna burn your phone. i'm going to get a then burner phone deeper down your yeah rabbit hole, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm gonna get a burner <laughs> phone just to post content <laughs> Yeah, that's a yeah, great idea. Yeah, but I don't want to get I don't want to get like sucked into the TikTok realm. And I I got I, I mean I'm on Instagram and I feel like I use that too much. Yeah. You know, you know I don't want to get stuck. I think that like whenever I'm the most happiest, it's when I'm measuring the metric of screen time. Yeah. Because if I'm spending too much time with my screen, I'm really not spending time doing anything meaningful. That's a hundred percent right. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not like fucking training jujitsu, doing comedy, writing, hanging out with my girlfriends, making dinner with friends. Yeah, my my big sort of guilt thing is uh, YouTube, mm. um, and especially after I, like introduced YouTube Shorts, which is like Instagram Reels, and it's like I'll, I'll go to bed and like an hour and a half later, it's like fuck, what am I doing? You know? Yeah, and it's just like a lot of motorcycle stuff. Um, a lot of humor, comedy stuff. Mm. I mean, I think I've I've rounded Bill Burr and Bill Hicks and Dave Chappelle, all of these guys. I've seen absolutely every little skit that they've done. Yeah, but just edited in different ways. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just from like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever go to comedy shows in Norway? Um, I did, but it's a long time ago, and uh. uh it was such shit that I didn't want to go back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been to yours. I want. I've been wanting to come to your stuff, but I, w I went to. I'm not going to name any names, but I went to like a couple of the more like established comics. Mm. I didn't. I didn't really find it funny. I no. think it's. Um, um, what year was that? That's a long time ago. Pre 2015. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Like yeah, a long okay. time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, no, that's a whole new generation now. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. So, and I think comedy is i mean i'm I, i'm i'm one of those guys who think that you can fucking joke about anything yeah because like we talked about earlier the intent is to make you laugh it's not to be evil so mm. if you want to if you go like when you see like hecklers who get offended that's the dumbest thing ever like yeah. you go to a comedy show and you get offended i don't even where does that even yeah. i mean then you're really you wanting to get you want to get offended Dude, I'll, I'll do you one better i've been to comedy shows where other comics get offended I know, and I go, what the fuck are you talking about? That's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about, I talked about uh, Matthias, the guy I worked with, we talked about, you know, the roast that had been on TV the other day? Yeah. Yeah. And um, this um, girl, Marta Leivesta. Yeah. Yeah, she got like... Dude, she got a lot of negative comments. Yeah, but just not, not, not like in a human, just harassed. Yeah. And that's a big difference because she, she can say, whatever, you know, in the roast, the whole intention is to be mean hmm. in a funny way 
So she can say whatever the fuck she wants. Mm. But that doesn't mean that some incel dickhead can, you know, start abusing her verbally yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. people just don't seem to get that. No. There's a big difference. Yep. Exa- exactly. Yeah. It's not the... F- like sending somebody hateful messages yeah. it's not like what are that's you doing that's not the roast you're just a cunt dude she is hilarious yeah, too she is so funny I've I, seen I, her wanna have a, I wanna drink with her because she looks like she's fun when she's drunk dude she does a show uh, at Nia every second or third Sunday yeah, hangover yeah, yeah it's it's amazing yeah, yeah. yeah it's sick I wish I could drink every day man yeah how often are you drinking not, not 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 enough anymore. No, right? Uh, Do I quit drinking? Completely. Yeah, f- at least for this year. The only loophole I have is on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, I mean, I really, I totally enjoy having a good party, but I, I, I feel such shit afterwards. Yeah. So I can't deal with the hangovers anymore. And then uh, I did have a while where I would just have a beer every night. I'd mm. cut that out because that's just, I just got get fat from it. Yeah. But other than that, man, like... You know, going out with mates just to the pub, I fucking love it. But yeah, uh, I can't do it too much anymore. No, nah, but so. do you still go out and then, or does I, that limit the amount of... No, nah, I go to, I, I mean, I go to like dinners and things like that. I really enjoy just chatting with people. But if at the it's moment... Not, it's not the same going to a pub when you're not drinking though, is it? Fuck no. Man. I know. And I, I, I quit drinking and I went to the pub like not too long ago and just tried to get like an alcohol-free beer. Yeah. I just feel like an asshole. And I'm mostly doing it so that the people that I'm with yeah. don't think, what's this dickhead? Yeah, yeah, like, what yeah, are you yeah. sitting there with a coffee? Uh, no, it's like, uh, uh, no, nah, man. I, I just, uh, what, you remember back in the day when you were in your 20s, you could go drinking like five days in a row. You'd be fine. Fuck yeah, bro. Go straight to work. Straight to work. Yeah. Do it all again. So now, nah, but I'm just, it's lethal. No, nah, well, you got to, you know, you got to focus on what's important and, you know, like maintaining your health for like, you know, yeah, man, it's like a, it's, it's the number one priority. Yeah, hundred percent. I can, I mean, I can see like if people have like tendencies towards like addiction, mm. uh, then you obviously need to stay. But for my, for me, it's more just like I just can't deal with the hangovers. <laughs> so yeah. that's more like the the reason because I, I, you know, like going like when the when the spring comes around, man, fucking hell. And the weight gain, uh, the the weight oh, gain's yeah, real too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially I mean, now I, in the winter, you're maybe yeah. eating like heavier food, and and you're drinking. You put on like fucking five kilos, like yeah. like it's nothing. No time. I mean, I got really fit in. I I lost. Just move the microphone. Oh, up sorry. In in uh, the pandemic, I went on this program and I lost almost twenty kilos. Oh wow! Yeah. So I was really big. Yeah. And then I, How much did you weigh then? One hundred and four, and I went down to eighty four. Damn. And how tall are you? 194. Shit, you must have been thin. Yeah, yeah, got, sexy. But it was it was just kind of no, no, just Woo! like scrawny. But it was the whole thing was kind of like an experiment. Yeah. Just to see. So what I, was the program? What did you do? Well, what I did was I um I talked to actually one of the old guys from Moods of Norway, Stefan. Mm. Yeah, he he runs Oh the a, vegan. That's the one. Yeah. So I knew him. So I uh, so he set me up like a program and I just followed it just like to the T. And it's I lost one kilo per week, twenty weeks, twenty kilos. Nice, yeah, yeah, that's good. And you so, cut, uh, uh, but was it like because you cut out meat, or was it because you cut out like the stuff that goes with no, meat? I, I did pretty much just counted every calorie. Okay, and then I logged every training session. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So and then I fasted for uh, for sixteen hours every day. Yeah, you did the intermittent fasting. Yeah, and have, that's the best. Yeah, it's good. I, I I do that. It's really good. Well, I don't really do it. I stop eating at like eight thirty nine, and then I have lunch again at like one. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. But I skip breakfast yeah, yeah. except on the weekends. Yeah, 
Yeah. No, I think it's uh, what I what what I was really amazed about was how it my head feels. Mm. So if you're fasting from eight at night to twelve, um, then you around like ten thirty eleven, you could just feel your mind going like, mm. and you're sharp as fuck. Yeah. So that, I think that's an amazing. I, I hadn't had you know I couldn't. That was like whoa. Now yeah, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. You're so, like a vampire. They're it's just, just like, crazy. I think it's like your system just getting ready for something it needs food yeah so it's making you um like extra vigilant yeah it's like yeah. survival mode kind of thing and yeah, it, yeah, it just yeah. Made, I, yeah so i really enjoy that it's, but then obviously i'm a lazy cunt so so i mean i love my big my big thing is potato chips oh yeah like in like, like sirloin chips fuck yeah i took sirloin chips back to australia that's how good they are my mom goes, I love them. Can you bring some packs? I was like, yeah, I'll fill the bag yeah. full of no, that's, so long that's my bit. Like a salty things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm really big on pasta and mm. pizza and Italian food. Yeah, so it's the best. So uh, yeah, but when I was on that program, I mean, Stefan promised me I could lose twenty kilos, and I did. Mm. How much oh. do you weigh now? Hundred. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm losing ten again. So I'm back on the program now because the racing season starts. Uh, at Easter, basically in Spain. So we're doing three days in Cartagena and then three days in Catalonia with a company called Sunbi Racing. Mm. So they take a truck, like a trailer, with the bikes, fill it up with Norwegian bikes, and then we just meet up in Spain and go racing. Damn, super cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, but you don't want to be out of shape. No. Do you have to be like good with conditioning as yeah. well? Like you have yeah. to. Okay. I mean, this is. You can imagine the power of this this machine it's extremely powerful and you're really going at it yeah so you're fighting it the whole time I mean, what, what kind of speeds are you getting up to 300 at, at catalonia 300 kilometers an hour yeah you're going 300 yeah i didn't last year because my bike didn't go that fast but the, the one i'm going to do this year will. oh yeah. my god that's terrifying it's fast but it's not really the speed on the straights that's the point it's the speed that you have through the corners i mean when you're on the straight you're actually resting huh. you know you're just tucked in and, and and opening up but then at the end of the straight you got a break so you're pulling g's like crazy so you're going from maybe 300 down to 60 up to 180 down to 50 up to 200 you know so yeah okay. and all the while you're you know yeah you're constantly fighting this the motorcycle wants to flip the other way all the time so you have to hang off it yeah okay so Shit, that's australians are, are historically really great one of my favorites is casey stoner Okay. Yeah. I like his a, name. Yeah, he's Australian. He's a legend, man. Yeah. Is yeah, he yeah. still racing now? No, or? no. He's uh, he's done. He, he, uh, Phillips Island in Australia is totally like bucket list. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Now we have a lot of motorsports in Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should get it. Uh, I think, but he he's like a real real legend. Okay, yeah. so so is there like a a circuit like a yeah, Phillips Island? It's called. That's yeah, okay. a MotoGP circuit. It's like on the ocean, pretty much. Fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. So, but uh, no, so I don't want to be too fat, no. uh, and I don't care about being fat. But I don't. I mean, I don't mind. Like, but what I don't like is feeling unfit. Yeah, that's my issue. It's yeah, like, and I'm I get like skinny fat. Yeah, so my face gets fat and my belly gets fat, but like I don't get fat thighs. No, you know what I mean. So yeah. I just become like this caricature of a fat guy. Do you do you lift weights? Yes. Okay, and does that like help as well? With yeah, the... I only just started after New Year's. Now I've been super lazy for. Um, for the longest time. That's why I, why I gained so much weight again. I had this problem with my um, uh, my tendons in my arm. Mm. So I couldn't lift anything for a while. And then that just became like a cushion to not do anything. Yeah, yeah. So I said, oh, I can't. Oh, no. Blame the arm. Yeah, blame mm. the arm. 
Uh, there I was uh, I was in France with Emil Mech in, uh, and I was complaining about my arm <laughs> and he was like he asked me have you heard about the Viking with the pain in his arm and I was like no he's like no me neither because that fucker doesn't exist <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's funny I mean yeah. especially the shit that he must go through yeah, you know what I mean a, he's a beast man. yeah dude yeah. just that uh, MMA lifestyle is fucking brutal I came down the day of the fight so we met up in his apartment just when he finished the weight loss mm. it's brutal that was a hard cut i think he lost eight kilos in three days something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. it's insane that's crazy that whole thing to me is just ridiculous it's stupid yeah because you can tell the man is like almost dead yeah and in 10 hours he's going to go have a fight yeah it's dumb it's, it doesn't make any sense in jiu-jitsu we have to weigh in just before the fight yeah. So if you're fighting at like 88 kilos, you're not weighing in a day before and then, you know, rehydrating. It's like that's just the weight that you're. Yeah, but the, what, what the weird thing about this fight was like the guy he was fighting mm -hmm. was also having to lose the weight. I know. Why don't you just Fuck not him. lose the weight yeah, and fight, fight five kilos heavier where yeah. you're normally fighting at? Yeah. Th that's such a better solution. It doesn't make any sense. No, nah, it's dumb. So I think that, I mean, I'm really, really into fight sports. I think. Um, oh, good. Uh, yeah. You you watch the UFC? Yeah, every, every, all of it. Yeah, me too. Did you see the Teixeira fight last weekend? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he put down his gloves at the end, I was like, oh, we want to cry. Dude, how, I don't know how long that guy's been fighting for. Did you see? I'm, you know, he's, when I, my son and I was watching, he's also really into, into MMA. And he was, he was like, God, he, he must be like 60. And then, the, then the, it's like yeah, 42 it's like, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He looks so old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just, God damn, man, you look haggard. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, it's a tough life. Yeah, that is a tough life. Yeah. Especially if you like, you know, the last 10 fights, you kind of been a punching bag. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what was so good about Khabib when he yeah. left. You know what I mean? Just on top. On top. Yeah. That's it. And I'm out. Mic drop. See you later. <laughs> My my big uh, now is I mean it's basically two it's uh, Kamsat and uh, and Islam mm, yeah that's uh, that's the future right there I think yeah especially Kamsat I think he's gonna dominate yeah. if he makes weight that's the problem yeah, it's the whole could, weight thing yeah like he missed it by like four or five kilos yeah, last time a bit disrespectful and I think it's pretty so stupid it's really stupid yeah. and in that interview it sounded like he didn't give a fuck I don't think he does right yeah. I think he's just that he doesn't give he doesn't care. He that's what's cool about him yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we see what he did yeah. to kevin lee was insane incredible but you know like he it kind of felt like he went for this like touching glove thing yeah, yeah. Or kevin lee put his gloves up or yeah. whatever and then he's like nah fuck that yeah, i'm not yeah. touching gloves and then he just shot in for the takedown. and the way his voice goes up yeah brother i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's funny yeah. Yeah, he's funny, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, one of the things that I'm kind of disappointed about was uh, Francis Ngannou and John Jones. Yeah, I think that if the stories are true, mm. that they've been having, like Dana White says, they've had like 300 dinners and there's just some fucking agent in between here who wants to extort the money. At the same point, I can see them being like, I mean, Ngannou, the biggest heavy fucking hitter in history. I mean, that dude... Did yeah. you see that jackass thing when no, was it jack no, was was it jackass or nitro circuit whatever yeah it was jackass when he punched him in the oh nuts. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, I, I seen the clip of that yeah oh my god dude he'll break your hip yeah 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 he that dude is a monster man. yeah he's a monster that's why I wanted to see it yeah. I wanted to see the biggest most powerful guy against John Jones what's your take on steroids in fighting sports uh, I don't think they are uh, you, sh you shouldn't have steroids but they're all on them. 
Yeah. Do you actually believe anyone? I, I believe Nate Diaz is not on it because mm. you can just tell from his physique. Mm. But look at like George Saint Pierre. Fuck off. He's on steroids. All of them. The only I I think like steroids is great if you want to be a superhero in a Marvel movie. Yeah. But I think if you're taking, I don't know, man. Because I think if everybody takes them, it's okay. But if only half the people take them, if you go up against a guy who's on steroids and you're not on steroids, yeah, of course, that's not that's not fair. But if you're on steroids and he's on steroids. Okay, yeah. we've got a steroid league. Let's I, do that. You remember bicycling with Lance Armstrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me that if you take the top 10 from that era, all, you ask all, dirty. all of them, who's yeah. the greatest cyclist of that era? It's obviously him. Yeah. Because he was just better than you, but you're all on drugs. They're all on drugs. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. They, so, were all, they were all on drugs, yeah. but he was still the best on the drugs. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that I, I heard this thing where you, where you should have like, you could have like three Olympics. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you could have steroids Olympics. Yeah, but you have like the really strongest dudes and girls. That'd yeah. be like the steroid Olympics. And then you'd have like the clean Olympics. But then you'd have like, you know, pip, pip, uh, Olympics for people with real problems. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, having lost a family relative recently. Yeah. People who you owe know. taxes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah fucking you know. going through a divorce. 400 meter hurdles. For custody people. battles. <laughs> like, <laughs> going through custody. <laughs> <laughs> These are all dads who don't get to see their kids. Yeah, yeah. Shot put for people with stomy surgery. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Real life problem uh, yeah. Olympics. Can you imagine that, dude? Like 800 meter hurdles with like broken heart. Yeah, dude. Uh, everybody that is in this race just got dumped this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know it yet. And now they're getting the messages. Getting and message go. Right before the start. Ready, set, go. Uh, it's over. The trauma Olympics. The trauma Olympics. Fuck yeah, man. If that's what you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for me, it's like everything, you know, when it's like, oh, he's on drugs, he's on drugs. But they're all on fucking. You just look at them. Mm. You know, you know, like this liver king dude. Did you see that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, oh he's on steroids. Of course he's. Look at him. Yeah. Man. Obviously, he obviously. was on steroids. No obviously. Way you can be clean and look like that. Man, I couldn't, like, I, I just couldn't believe that he would go on all of these shows and just lie about it. And everybody's like, dude, you're for sure on steroids. Yeah. It's going to come out. I eat like bull testicles. And that's why. Ah, oh, dude, yeah. fuck yeah, all that. You eat bull testicles, but you also do $12,000 a month cycles. <laughs> do you, you saw the email that? Got yeah, yeah, it was that. insane. That's He's insane. spending a hundred and twenty thousand kroners a month on roids. Do you know how many? That but must be can terrible. Can you imagine how much income we get generated out of that hundred and twenty thousand? Oh, millions, millions. I didn't know that. That his whole gig was actually selling supplements. It's exactly what you were talking about yeah. earlier. It's exact. It's like living this fake lifestyle in yeah. order to send you to this website where we're going to make yeah. money. And tons. And tons. tons. Dude, um, he became probably like the biggest online sensation. I mean, like... Overnight. Over, like yeah. that. It just happened. Everybody's talking about like this guy eating fucking liver and testicles. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he was... I mean, his physique is amazing. Yeah. He's so lean, yeah, yeah, yeah. but so big. Can you imagine how he smells? Can you imagine how the fucking B.O. Dude, comes off that Can you imagine that, that guy's farts? It's like, oh, <laughs> liver king. Relax, bro. Fart king. <laughs> fuck off. Oh, man, can you imagine him in a room like this? I did. We'd he have to open the window. Yeah. I, I put the jacket on, Paul. It's going to be cold. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, motherfucker yeah. stinks. Yeah, I think so, right? He walk, you, just walks around naked but, all day. You know, I don't know how, like, when you're lying about how that you don't take steroids and you look like that, like you're probably lying about everything. Like, he yeah. said this one thing, like I haven't brushed my teeth in 12 years because I don't use, I don't eat any sugar or anything like that. And I'm like, I bet you do brush your teeth. 
that's a fucking stupid thing to tell the people too. Yeah. You know, like you're saying you don't brush your teeth because you just eat a primal diet. So you're probably going to convince some fucking dummy out there yeah, who yeah. looks up to you of to course. not brush his teeth. And he's going to end up getting yeah. cavities and plaque. Some sigma male wannabe or whatever. Dude, right? Some yeah. incel is just like on some infinite liver king <laughs> scroll loop. <laughs> Fuck that. I want to be like living. Imagine how many dorks are out there yeah. just go, oh, ancestral tenant. Let me just order these pills online. <laughs> Oh, crazy. yeah, it's absolutely. But people are so easily influenced by stuff like that because it's that's right. The, that, that's that's the whole. I, I think that you know we're going to look back at like when when did Facebook come? Was it 2010 or something like that? It's not that long ago. It's going to you know like historically in 20 years we're going to look at that as like the beginning of the end of civilizations. You know, mm. just the way it like affects elections. You know, uh, eating disorders, mental health not feeling adequate, feeling too fucking adequate, mm. you know, all this shit, you mm. know? And it's all like traceable back to this, like, you know, this, this generation of creating the personal brand where all eyes are on you as an, in, you know, as an individual. Mm. And the, yeah, I think it's, it's really crazy to see how all this stuff works, you know, like with the Liver King or Andrew Tate or Donald Trump, or, or uh, on one side you have uh, people who just really, you know, like we talked about. Because I know you're a little bit of a conspiracy, conspiracy oh, guy. Fuck yeah, I'm yeah. all in. Yeah, 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 the crazier yeah. the better. Yeah, and I think that if you have, um, if you, once you like, you know, a little bit on that side, it's really easy to like find all the others, and then everything's a conspiracy. Like yep. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything's so, a conspiracy. That's the whole Alex Jones thing. Yeah. He looks at everything and can't think anything is what it is. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He just has to, like, the whole Sandy Hook shit. And Let's like, go to Kanye West. Let's segue into Kanye, Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong with that guy? He goes on that's stage wearing a fucking sock on his head. Dude, that's amazing. Isn't it? Did you see him on Alex Jones? Yes. Where he, Alex Jones is the sensible one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Me either. Like, Me either. And he was saying stuff about, like, Hitler wasn't bad. It's Hitler was just... But just to see someone, like, set fire to themselves... It's mm. fascinating. Mm. I it saw. Is. I read this article. Now his lawyers had to take out ads in the LA Times to tell him they don't represent him anymore because they yeah. can't get a hold of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's underground. They have oh, to advertise. Man. Yeah, but I think that like Kanye West represents a self-destruction mode that so many people have in them. He's just taking it to the extreme, like he does with everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everybody has some kind of self-destruct thing. You know what I mean? Like whether it's overeating or alcoholism or a narcissism yeah, like there's yeah, yeah. a certain degree of self-destruction in everybody and how well you can control that by mm. quitting to drink or waking yeah. up early or living a healthy lifestyle or following your dreams yeah. but he's just like you know what i'm fucking i'm just going full meltdown mm. mode and i bet he's off his meds and he's yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. mentally ill and he just doesn't give a fuck i think that's kind of the, the shameful part of it is that you are watching someone who is clinically ill mm. or or would you like to hear a conspiracy theory this I is would. a this is a goofy one. All right, all this right. is a goofy one. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, Kim Kardashian's mother or grandmother, maybe it was her grandmother, like in Armenia, she made a deal with like a witch that uh, her the women in her generations to come. Dude, I'm would, gonna stop you right there, man. 
Yeah, let me, let, yeah. All right, okay, okay, let me, right. let me, it's stupid. Okay, okay, it's, okay. But it's, it's stupid, but fun. All right. So she made a general, she made a deal, like, cause you know, like they're from Armenia, they have like gypsies yeah, yeah, yeah. and all those types of people. So she made a deal with like somebody who was like a witch doctor or whatever. And the women that uh, follow her in her line will be beautiful, rich, and successful, but all the men in their lives will uh, f- end up being disgraced and uh, falling apart and suffering. And when you have a look at the, lineup of the women in the kardashians uh family they're pretty successful and you know defined as beautiful how how, subjective but the men have all fucking just been totally disgraced like kanye west or you know like uh i didn't really know too much about the kardashians but like all the dudes that they were with and yeah you know and i think they're doing pretty i mean it wasn't travis scott one of them yeah but his concert ended up fucking oh is he gone yeah he's didn't he have the yeah there was some uh, the concert yeah, where some... everybody died and he got sued yeah was that him that was travis scott yeah, yeah. right so and, and like i don't know all the people, but like Scott Disnick or whatever, all these people that were like yeah, together yeah, yeah. with him. I mean, and maybe even, I don't know who he's disgraced, but you know, like Bruce Jenner uh, ended up. Kate, Caitlin Jenner. Caitlin Jenner. Sorry. I didn't mean to dead name anybody. But you know. <laughs> Is that Ka- what you call it? Dead name? Apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you say the old name. Okay. Yeah. But th- that's the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Read into it, whatever you will. But it seems I'm like. Gonna, I'm going to read nothing into it. Yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing into it. Of course. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think um, the, just the fact that the Kardashians mm. are something that we're sitting here discussing. Our it's kids talk about stupid. Them. It's so weird. And that's just back to that point I was trying to make yeah. about how toxic this whole environment is. Mm. Where someone who's really been able... I mean, from a market perspective, this is ninja fucking level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, final uh, boss. This is the final boss. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, what's her name? The boss Kardashian, the mother. Yeah. Uh, she must be like, I mean, she should be given some kind of fucking award for being the most insane business person on the planet. She's yeah. got like two daughters who are billionaires, yeah. self made billionaires. It's crazy. She runs that shit like she was the Gambino family. Exactly. And I think it's really fascinating to yeah. watch. But. I mean, like contribution-wise to society or whatever, you know, not that people have to have contribute to society, but this is so permeating, you know, it's so fucking all-encompassing. Mm. It's like everywhere. Yeah. And you can just see it like in the in the Norwegian uh, influencer, you know, how they're all sort of leaning towards that kind of Kardashian. It's got to... You're getting you, fat asses. Fat asses. asses you've got to have your own makeup brand. Yeah. If you don't have your own makeup brand or your own whatever, you know. Dude, I saw an interesting meme yesterday or the day before. It said, in a world full of Kardashians, be a Sarah Connor. And it just yeah, had a picture of Sarah yeah. Connor from Terminator oh, 2 dude, just sitting that was there. That crush, man. She right? Was so she was so fucking lean. Uh, yeah. She yeah, fuck you up, man. I know. I, I, Isn't I, that weird though? How guys find that so attractive? So Some attractive. chick that could beat your ass. Yeah, be like, fuck, she's hot. Dude, she's it's the leader of the man. of the human resistance. Yeah, like cool, she's man. gonna solve. She's gonna kill Skynet. Yeah, Skynet. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. Skynet? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Skynet. It's the Matrix, bro. Yeah, dude. I I'm lucky that I have a girlfriend that hasn't seen so many things that I love. Yeah. You know, she hasn't seen Terminator, and I get to like, well, check this out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. cybernetic organism yeah. that gets sent back. Uh, it's funny too that my wife she we we work together and uh, we're very compatible, mm. but we're so different. Yeah, and it's funny, man. Like, you know, she's really into like women's health, and I totally back her on that. But especially now in Norway, where we're in a situation where you're building down women's health care, which is absolutely insane. Like the um, 
the birth uh, departments are being like fund funds are cut really yeah, yeah, yeah. for like should, hospitals should, and stuff yeah, or? yeah you should look into it this is insane this is actually insane ah. but so she's doing this like she's really focusing hard on just spreading awareness and sort of helping uh, she's uh, um, how do you say it? educating herself to become a doula you know what a doula is yeah, yeah like a birth helper mm. Uh, so she's doing all of this, like really, and I'm like googling, you know, the new Bridgestone rear tires like, <laughs> yeah, for, well, for what's like the, the tread like <laughs> for like the gearbox on a on a Ducati, how do you, you know? So I think it's um, it's just like I'm not being. Uh, it's really easy to sit and like this, like the Kardashian, because I'm not. I mean, I'm not a fucking resource onto myself for society, but I think there's a difference, um, you know. For people who are just not really, I mean, I pay my taxes and I'm contributing, obviously, in that way, and I'm, I'm uh, raising good people as children, you know? Mm. But others now, I'm not really contributing to society, I would say. But that's not the point. The point is that, like, the Kardashians are contributing in such a negative way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. The, the, the impact they're having the, is the massive is globally. So, huge. so big. Yeah. So, yeah, you can actually complain about these things because they're there uh, there's a big difference from not impacting to ne impacting mostly negatively and yeah massively. yeah yeah it's, it's like the whole Andrew Tate thing you know what I mean he's yeah. just you know impacting society Whoa. negatively as well Dude, like, young dudes are into this guy man it's, it's scary exactly and that's the thing they're just looking for some you know like alpha top g type character that's going to tell them what to do yeah. and they're going to pay their 90 bucks a month for whatever it is for the hustling university he calls himself cobra tate that's crazy <laughs> i get away with I know. it i'm gonna be like yeah man you can call me gator paul gator paul fuck yeah dude, fuck yeah, dude. i'm gonna be like chimp in here <laughs> Gorilla, 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 silverback, yeah, silverback, in here, bro. hairy motherfucker. Man. Join my university, <laughs> top G. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It but, is. So, how's everything with your company? It's it's, it's okay. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit quiet at the moment. Yeah. You know, January is like a little slow, but we're focusing on. Uh, uh, we got a pitch meeting with NRK uh, on Friday. We're yeah. presenting a couple of shows. Like my whole thing lately is I want to try to combine uh, humor yeah. with the, uh, you know, advertising, uh, yeah. creative yeah, side yeah, of yeah. things. So just trying to get that going. Uh, you know, I think that like if you develop like an ad campaign that has like uh, humoristic elements to it, yeah. that's kind of perfect for me. Like copywriting type of thing or? Like creating a concept based on a need that you have. Like yeah. I have a client that wants to, you know, reach a particular audience with, you know, a series of videos on Instagram. Yeah. And how can we do that, you know, with humor that leads to an action? Like yeah. whether it's like, how can we, I don't know, uh, generate more sales or leads yeah, or yeah, become yeah. more top of mind by producing content that people resonate with because it's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so many ads are kind of in moving in that direction. Like say like the BI campaigns. Or uh, are you familiar with them? Yeah. You know, they're funny. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you got a girl who's like pretending to flirt with a guy, but she's just like her pen yeah, is yeah, leaking yeah. on her lip. Shit like that. Yeah. So I want to try to just really focus on implementing humor into yeah. advertising and implement humor into like uh, TV series and web series and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, like man, I'm so into the whole humor thing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I, I know you are. I yeah, mean, it's, uh, I gotta come see you. I see, but I, I don't know where you're at or where, because you're kind of like in different places. I saw you were in Stavanger now, and yeah, exactly, dude. That was a crazy show. Stavanger was awesome, but it's like the same. There's actually 
um, some people from the north, from my town, Harstad, mm. uh, they're coming uh, in, is it in April? Okay. At uh, Salt. Yeah. And we're going to have a big sort of pre-party for that. You should come. Yeah, for sure. You should come and bring your non-alcoholic ah, beer. I'll, I'll, try to, <laughs> I'll try to be an imposter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, but so I, we're going to have a big party in the studio before. Nice. Yeah, and then yeah. we're going to go down, everyone, to, to this... Uh, so they've been doing like this stand-up thing up north. You should. Uh, there's a like one guy who's like the sort of Spider-Man in, in all of this. Yeah, you should uh, hook up with him because they're they're doing a lot of cool stuff. I think this started out as just like him and some mates, and now mm. it's become like a big thing. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. They're even coming down south. Now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, I know that they. I, I can't remember. I, I got a few friends that I think they were in Hashtag not so long ago. Yeah. So I know that there's a scene up there, but yeah, these yeah. scenes are popping up all over Norway, yeah. and you just get people that are like really into it, and they just want to try to create a venue for yeah, them yeah, yeah, and their yeah. friends to perform comedy, it's and cool, the man. and the fans are into it. They're like, we didn't have comedy before, but now we do. Yeah. You know, like this dude that was in Stavanger, he's just like putting on shows so that yeah. he can perform, and he's inviting like really great comedians. Cool. Like on Friday last week, I was performing with uh, yeah Sigrid Bundetusvik. And uh, this, yeah, other guy. You speak English or Norwegian when you perform? Both. Yeah, it depends. So I'll I'll do yeah. Usually I oscillate between English and Norwegian, yeah. and just throw it in there. It's kind of like my thing. You yeah. Know? So I'll go blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'll do the setup in English and then the punchline in Norwegian or yeah whatever. I'll just do the first five minutes in Norwegian. Yeah. And then the second five minutes in English. Are you that comfortable with speaking Norwegian? Yeah, but you know, like I when I learned Norwegian, I felt like really insecure. Yeah. And my friends used to make fun of me and say like you sound like a spastic. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what mates yeah, are like yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. fucking sugarcoat Shut it. The Dude, fuck you, up. you sound like a moron. <laughs> and then I felt really insecure about that. But then when I started doing comedy, I'm like, well, if I sound like a moron maybe I sound like a funny moron. And yeah. so then like, I was like, you know, my accent and the way that I talk and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, How long have you been in Norway? For 14, almost 15 years. Yeah, what, what was a girl? No, I, yeah, it was a girl that kept me here. I was, I came here as an exchange student and then I got a girl pregnant. Oh, uh, as you do. As you do. Yeah. With these genetics, she wasn't yeah, going to let me go. She's not going to let that fish yeah. slip out of the net. <laughs> so then, and then I was, uh, you know, I had this kid on the way. And then yeah. I was like, well, you know, you got to do the right thing, right? Because I, I, I didn't want to leave to go to Australia no, no, no. whilst I had it. Like, I could never do that. Is it hard for Australians? Because I know it's really hard to, to if you want to go and do some business in Australia, it's really hard. It's really like the immigration policies there are really strict. It's tough. Is it the same here? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But so I have an weird? Irish passport. Oh, is it? So I didn't have to deal with any of that rigmarole. Oh. I just got like, oh, EU citizen. Basically, I have the same rights as a... Where's your red hair, bro? Yeah. You're human tan one, buddy. Yeah, I know. Where's my red hair and yeah. mental illness? Yeah. 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 And it's, alcoholism. Yeah, alcoholism. Dude, the Irish have a lot of mental illness. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it's a real thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like my families in islands a lot of them yeah. and there's a high amount of mental illness that comes out of islands That's like weird. yeah you, i don't know whether you've heard this expression like you know as, as mad as an irish yeah, man yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know even in that movie braveheart yeah. there was this irish character yeah. who was fucking nutty yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just them it's just like maybe somehow genetic selection encouraged fucking crazy people to survive <laughs> they were just doing stupid shit like all right fuck I it Irishman. i love i mean i'm a huge I think England is just like the, the British Isles, to put it that way, with Ireland and Scotland. And it's just fascinating. It's yeah. just such a rough society. I mean, there's so Oof. like the humor, yeah. English humor, 
is fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, but then when you go there, you're like, oh god, the food's shit. It's dirty. It fucking Fuck smells yeah. like piss everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like I'm talking about London, and not England in general. But <clears throat> you go to London, it's like it's just a you know you meet the coolest, funniest people. But then at the same time, you meet that chav cunt who wants to steal your watch it's gritty it's so gritty it's, it's real so grimy yeah. yeah dude the problem in london is a lot of knife attacks yeah, now. i heard uh, i haven't so been for years but i, I, heard I, it's I really got a bad. buddy that's a cop in uh, in london i know him through jujitsu yeah and uh, he was do <laughs> we shared a room together once at a hostel and he was telling me all about like all the knife attacks that happen there and how how, how dude and he, a lot of the times it's just dudes trying to prove themselves to like the you know their buddies the like gang. go rob this guy yeah. and then he goes i'll oh, look tough fucking uh, end up stabbing him but he said that so many of them they're not remorseful like they're just like no fuck you even when they get arrested they're just like okay they don't they, they never show remorse they're not like oh yeah I, what i did was wrong they always have that like That's hardened insane. beaten down exterior yeah, yeah. like so many people in today's society are just bitter yeah. or they're on the wrong end of a social structure that it feels like nobody cares for them and they don't have any opportunity and i think that like the bigger the city and the worse yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the opportunity and the equality is the more you're going to breed that type of resentful yeah. person but i think what you just said is that's the key to everything it's like everybody generally just wants to have a good life mm. i think that's like universal so you could you know, you could end. So, you know, just lift you, that up. Lift no, sorry, no you, you lift it up to you if you want. There, yeah, there, there you go. Now, if you just had more economic equality, yeah, you know, why would you bother? You know, if yeah, you, if why would you bother running around on the street with a fucking knife? You wouldn't, yeah. you no. know, because you would want to just hang out with your family and your friends and have a good life. Yeah, exactly. Know? So I think if you if you just if we could, you know, the inequality in society. It's apparently worldwide. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, it's the erosion of the middle class. Yeah, yeah, and it's just getting a, a shit ton of poor people, mm. and then you have a small, you know, like segment of of society that just. It's like with when when they're talking about like you know with gender equality. Yeah, and it's like oh men in the power, and it's like no no, just a few men. Mm. Like men in general work as builders or you know, industrial workers or farmers or that's mm. men in general. Yeah. So like if you're talking about the top, top tier, yeah, there's more men. But how many of them are there? It's not yeah. many. It's not gender equality amongst men. No. Yeah. Definitely. That, not. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So but I think even like all these things, like if you could just like even out uh some of this stuff mm. you know and I, it's it's for me it's like one big sort of issue that i'm having these days in in norway is public spending the way we spend money i'm not opposed to taxes in any way i mean i've always been a social democrat in that sense but but the way I, what i'm starting to really ask questions how are you spending this money i got gotcha. you know, yeah like when you when you uh, with the new uh, uh quartal yeah the tunnel no, that that the tunnel is one thing, which yeah. is a fucking shambles and a disgrace in itself. But the new day, you know, new government area the, yeah. after the bomb went off. Yeah, the price tag of this is now like in the forty billions. Really? And it's like why why wouldn't you just build something outside of the city? Yeah, and, you know, you know, and it's just the way the money is being spent. That's if you a good took point. like, let's just take that forty billion. Yeah, and you look at the the problem with the. With youth crime in, in in our city how long uh, you know how many hospitals how many uh, 
youth issues could be solved, how many health issues could be solved with 40 billion kron? Mm. All That's of them. A lot. Yeah. Probably like, all of them. Fuck, of course. So where is this money? You know, how is this money being spent? Like this tunnel thing is yeah. just a, such a fucking joke, man. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. The tunnel underneath the Regretingskvartala. That's yeah, the one that's that, supposed to be like extending it. No, to no, they're going to lower it. Yeah. They're going to lower it. And it's like, two billion kroner. Yeah, and, and it's like, a, like a, a, I can't remember how much, but it's like fucking three million per meter or something. It's from Blitz to Rockefeller kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what, the way I understood it. Something like and that. And it's so much money. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, another thing, that's a, that's a really good point. But another thing, I don't understand, um, maybe it's just my naivety towards engineering, but they've been working on that thing for fucking 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, just you've been working on a building for it. 10 years. Like, how, like, fuck, man. I don't know how long it took them to build the pyramids. Yeah, but, but why would, why would, you know, can you imagine now that it's done with the history of this? Mm. Can you imagine the security of this place, how mm. it's going to be a fortress in right in the middle of our city? Yeah. Why the fuck don't you do like the American embassy? Move it out into a field outside of town. Yeah. We don't need that shit in the city. No. Put the fucking Congress people, you know, the Stutings people and the prime minister's office, send them out of town. Dude, they should just have home They should office. get on the followed, followed <laughs> train and <laughs> yeah, just fuck off. Go out to, to ski. The, yeah. We don't need you in the city. Dude, they man. should just have teams meetings. Yeah, but we don't need, we don't need any of that shit in the city. Nah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's public spending going absolutely, uh, uh, apparently it's, you know, I, I don't when we bought all the new fighter jets. Yeah. yeah. This is already more than half of that. Yeah. 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 So we're talking about the national defense and an office building. Have we got the fighter jets yet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They spent quite a lot of that. Yeah. Because I remember that was a thing between the Lockheed and some yeah, Swedish that's company. Like way back. Yeah. 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 But then they decided, so they bought the American one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did Did you like Top Gun Maverick? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, I went to see. I had a great experience. I we went. We were in Halden. Yeah. Um, and it was on the warmest day of summer. Yeah. And so I said to my boys, my Lucas and Jonas, I was like, "Dude, let's go to the cinema and see Top Gun." So we come in there, and it's only us in the cinema. Oh, nice. So I talked to the cinema guy before, and I was like, "Dude, can I just shout at you?" And then you know, we if it's just us, like just drop the the advertising. He's like, "Yeah." Yeah, perfect. So, where's that? Hey, dude, just get to the movie. Push skip. <laughs> yeah. But that was, for me, that was just such an unapologetical, like, machoistic yeah. fucking cliche of a film. Yeah. And that was the, obviously the first one as well. Mm. It was perfect because it was, they didn't even try to make it politically correct or no, anything. No. It was just stupid, but in a great way. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I did hear about that movie was originally they wanted to have the jacket that top gun no, that uh tom cruise wore in the original film did you hear about this yeah it says taiwan yeah the taiwan thing yeah. and then they wanted to take it off but they go no fuck you yeah. we're leaving it on yeah i, I thought that was pretty dope it's cool. it's yeah cool. but you know, i loved top gun maverick man like the final mission is one of my favorite final missions in movies like there's a few good final mission scenes in yeah. movies but that one was fucking Amazing. awesome but even like the end shot when like you know when they got like the sepia filter on you know the california sunset <sighs> And the garage door opens, and she's there, beautiful, yeah, leaning against the Porsche. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just cracked a up. Classic. So I know. Long, it's know? such a stereotype. It's a cliche. Yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved I, it too. You know. Have you, you seen the new Avatar? Yep. Is it good? Yeah. I it's seen great. It. Yeah. It's really good. It's I, fun. I gotta go see it. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll really enjoy it. Did you see it, it at the IMAX? Or yeah, yeah. Dude, IMAX 3D, VIP seating, oh, big nice. fucking box of popcorn yeah. with my girlfriend, a little bit of fingering. 
totally making out a little bit 20 percent fingering yeah yeah as you do yeah yeah i i, I love going to the cinema man yeah. it's my favorite like i i'm i'm actually quite the opposite like i i hate the cinema i i, don't, I hate the cinema because of the other people oh really yeah. i like it i just get like if you have the for for example why there's why you're allowed to sell like potato chip bags in the cinema mm. it, look, if you have a bad etiquette you know like if you're real loud and yeah. i feel like if you're gonna eat potato chips maybe eat them during the commercial or something or like try to at least be real yeah but that's the worst when people are really trying to be quiet <laughs> Fuck, just... just eat it just eat it eat the yeah. chips now i went I, I went to see um blade runner that was amazing in the cinema oh the the remake oh yeah the ryan gosling one yeah yeah that was sick oh dune did you see dune fuck yeah that right was, that was a cinema film so I, I obviously have to go see avatar in the cinema yeah man actually i think this is a i think the new dune is coming out this year because apparently they made four right they just fucking keep making these but that things. was visually perfect i thought that the best was film amazing. it was amazing yeah. my, my girlfriend hated it she's not into sci-fi no i just sat there i just sat there and we were i think it's a three hour long movie and we were like an hour and a half in she goes is it almost finished i'm like no nah, it's not even halfway <laughs> i saw this i saw this uh series called long way up with uh ewan mcgregor mm. and they're traveling from the tip of like ushuaia in south america all the way up to la on electrical motorcycles oh damn yeah and they're like in some you know some village with Plan International in the fucking wherever it is, in Peru or Chile, I can't remember where it was. And then it, they're like, "Oh, so what do you do?" It's like I'm an actor. And uh, it's like, "So what have you been in?" He's like, "Well, there's a little thing called Star Wars," and none of the kids knew about it. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, yeah, "I'm Obi Wan, nobody." You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Shit. So, what's your take on on uh, franchise movies? Depends on the franchise. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to like you got an example. Well, for example, Star Wars. Oh, terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. Such a such a downer. Dude, uh, the first three, perfect, yeah. amazing. I, I do. I actually got offered to work on the new Star Wars films. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, doing stunts at the time, and uh, I got a, I got a job doing stunts on the new Star Wars movies. But I said no. I was in Brazil, and I didn't want to fly back for it. Yeah. Uh, but when the when they came out. I fucking hated them, yeah. every single one of them. And I hate all the new ones, and I, I don't like the shows either. And I know some people, oh, the shows, Mandalorian. But I, it just feels like it's made for little kids. It does. It probably is. It's well. Disney. Like, yeah. what do you expect? There's marketing it to 12-year-olds. Mm. I, I, I like shows like Breaking Bad. I like shows with a degree of darkness. Eastbound and Down. Exactly. Oh, comedies like that. Oh, God, I like comedies cool. like Eastbound and Down, yeah. or like The Anchorman, or Zoolander, yeah, yeah. or, you know, like... Tropic Thunder. Amazing. Amazing. It's the best. I saw this thing where, where uh, I think it was Joe Rogan asked um, uh, Danny Jr., could you make Tropic Thunder today? And his answer was like, well, you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can't make it today. No. Not a chance. You get canceled. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, but I... Uh, Can you imagine the trigger effect on every little sensitive person out there oh, yeah. on a film like that dude they'd have to run to their safe space they, 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 <laughs> yeah. they'd melt down but that's the thing you know and it's such obviously humor mm. and it's such obviously a piss take on method acting mm -hmm. it's so good. amazing yeah so it's such a shame that's that works like that 
will probably never be made again. No, I know. You have to, you have to, a lot of comedy movies, it seems like, has been really defanged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you take a lot of the, but that's, that's what, I mean, I really believe that, like, stand up is like the last line of defense. You know what I mean? We lost movies. Yeah. We lost TV. We got, this is it, stand up, right here, right now. You know what I mean? And we're going to take everybody's phones so that you can't, you know, some of these big shows that take your phones so that they can say some fucking crazy shit and nobody's going to record it and then, like, complain about it and post a video and stuff like that. Mm. But I really believe that, like, when you're trying to like express something in a way that like isn't like designed to please everybody and it's just we're just saying this because it's funny yeah and we love everybody i'm not trying to be mean here but we're going to say some fucked up shit yeah and you can interpret that however you want but it's going to be funny and this is it this is i I think also there's a lot of like good correction you know for example like the me too movement the black lives matter movement there's a lot of stuff that's really good i mean a lot of shit has been weeded out mm. and i think a lot of like powerful people uh think twice before they sexually abuse you know what i mean it's like massive steps towards better uh society has been made yeah and is being made but then you get like these freeloaders who's like i remember there was this thing um <clears throat> about this bench by the botanical gardens and it was a huge debate because it was uh, Carl von Linné, who set up the what do you call it, the biological system. Can't remember what's called. Like the uh, d- he did it, the botanical system, or like how you how you put oh, like how you name the yeah, plants, or like how they're put the into s- yeah. Oh, yeah and okay. he was other families maybe t- kind of thing. And yeah. he was I can't remember the details, but he was like lived in like the 1700s, and he was a racist. I think he had some slaves and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it was like a whole thing, oh, we must cancel the bench. Mm. And uh, I remember it was really funny because uh, I think it was Kadra Youssef. The, she's uh, like a debate, uh, you know, like a social voice, like community voice kind of thing. How do you call that in English? Like an activist? No, not an activist. She's just like a real smart lady. Uh, like a know? thought leader. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. And um, and, it, and there was a whole, this whole thing was like brewing. And she just wrote, there's a lot of problems with racism in Oslo. That fucking bench is not one of them. And then no, it was exactly. like the end of the discussion. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that um, uh, although it's like a lot of, you know, a lot of good is coming out of this stuff. Um, I want humor to go, you know, keep going hard. You have you know? to. Yeah. You got to go hard. But it's, I, I agree. There's so many good social innovations that are coming from calling out injustice. And standing up for that. Yeah. Obviously, like, you know, like you mentioned, like, the you know, obviously racism and sexism and yeah. fucking people doing bad shit. But where it gets nutty is when people start clicking instead mm. of clapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, like, there's probably a bunch of other examples where you just go, oh, really? You got offended by that? Yeah. You know, that's... I saw Bill Burr said a thing, which I thought was pretty clever. It's like, if, you, if you're going to go into 20 years into my path and arrest me for something I said 20 years ago, mm. before we do that, you're going to have to divulge your last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. If you're that fucking high and mighty, you know? Because I, I think that we're living through... Uh, I think it's just it's it's a shame when when like old films, old books, you know, you should just edge like for in Norway for example, you have Humsen. I mean, he was a fucking Nazi. Mm. But he was a great writer. You can't take that away from him. No. But you have to educate the kids that 
you know, like a lot of these things that he wrote was obviously colored by the the fact that he was a full on fucking pig. Yeah. But you shouldn't cancel the books. No, you just need to understand the context that he was in. Exactly. Obviously, he was a piece of shit. Yeah. But exactly. That's what. Yeah, that's what he had. That's what he brought to the table. Yeah. Bring everyone towards the middle and stop being fringe. I think yeah. That would be great. Yeah, that's it. So I'm gonna wrap the podcast up because yeah. the cameras run out. <laughs> I, I just want to. Do you have any uh, any goals or anything for 2023 that you're working towards? <sighs> what, what's like what's the keep like, living man I don't yeah. have any I mean I just want to enjoy myself I want to enjoy work I want to enjoy with family I want to just you know I do have some goals uh, but uh, I can't really talk about it because it's a business thing yep but uh, yeah so there are uh, good times ahead I hope that's good man yeah yeah nice yeah I'm, I'm happy to hear that I'm going to tell you one last one goal I have yeah I'm, I'm not going to argue with people that's a goal. That's a good goal. That's a good goal, yeah, man. Let it slide. Let it slide. Fuck yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in a few situations where I'm like, I, I can feel I'm getting baited into it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I take the bait and I go, you I know like what? That. Yeah, but now I'm just like, oh yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, that hurts so much. It does. If you're like an argumentative person. Yeah, I know. You just watch them like yeah. melt down and self-destruct. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even going to go there. No. Nah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna maybe try and uh, and uh, soak in a little bit. Let it slide. I think that's a good good way of going. I think it. so. I'm going to I'm gonna let people slide. I'm gonna, I, I, I'll let you slide on this one. Yeah. Perfect. Without yeah. saying it, you yeah. just like nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so annoying. Maybe. If you're, if you're uh, confrontational. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're probably right, man. Yeah. What the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah, what? Pre- uh... Yep. Hey, Paul, thanks for being a yeah, guest, thanks brother. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah. All right, Sweet. take care. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. Mwah.